This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with non-toxic medical-grade ingredients. Active Skin Repair utilizes a molecule called hypochlorous acid. When applied to the skin, the molecule works by mimicking the natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing of a wound. Just a quick spray or dab can help with a wide range of issues ranging from cuts, scrapes, sunburns, rashes, including stubborn diaper rashes. I discovered Active Skin Repair Baby when my daughter had wicked diaper rashes and it's now part of our diaper rash routine. Apply and then use your balm or ointment of choice. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews, you now have one simple solution for all your family's skin health needs. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your first order by using code PEDSDOC. That's 20% off your order by using code P-E-D-S-D-O-C. Welcome to this episode. I am so excited to be partnering with Coppertone this summer to help educate parents on the importance of sun protection. And I am so excited to welcome Donald Rick. He is the Director of Formulation Development at Coppertone. And he's joining me today to talk about sunscreen ingredients, what to look for in sunscreens for our babies and children, and the importance of having trusted brands like Coppertone on the market. Thank you so much for being here today, Don. Hey, Dr. Amin. Uh, thank you so much. It's a real pleasure for me to be here. Tell me more about yourself and what your role at Coppertone is. Absolutely. <clears throat> so first of all, I'm the director of formulation at actually Beiersdorf, which is the parent company that owns Coppertone. But my role is mainly in uh, sun care formulation. Tell you a little bit about myself. I have about 30 years, actually 29 years to be exact, in research and development in creating topical drug and cosmetic products across many categories, including fun care. I've worked on topical analgesics, topical antimicrobials, which are, of course, hand sanitizers, which have been so important over the last year. And I've done skincare and anti-aging. And just a little bit about myself outside of work. I enjoy almost anything outdoors, which is you know such a great category that I'm working on sun care. I enjoy uh, cooking and enjoying great food. New York City, music and arts, which I live in in New York City area, and really just enjoying time with uh, friends and family. Oh, well, I am so excited to dive into the questions we have planned because you are a wealth of information and your experience and obviously education is going to come in so handy to educate so many parents. So thank you again for being here. The first question I have is, what are some important key factors to consider when creating a sunscreen? And are there different considerations when we formulate sunscreen specifically for babies? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, sunscreens are developed and designed for different levels of performance, uh, which is why there's not really a one-size-fits-all approach you know, to sunscreen development. So I'm going to give an example. So one type of sunscreen that's made by Coppertone is for a sport, sport sunscreen. And sport sunscreens are designed for performance in the most challenging environments, such as during athletics, you know, swimming, running, biking, etc. You know, when the user is exposed to a high level, say, amounts of sweating or water exposure. Now, by contrast, sunscreens developed for baby are formulated to be gentle for baby's delicate skin. So when you mentor the different factors, I think the factors to be considered, well, how will it be used? You know, will it be while you're running or just kind of laying, uh, relaxing on the beach? 
who will use it? You know, will it be adults? Will it be children? Will it be babies? What are your skin types? You know, do you burn easily or do you tan easily? And the level of protection needed. So those are the factors that go into thinking about and designing a sunscreen. Now, when you talk specifically about, you know, how, how does it differ for babies? I just want to point out all copper tone products are developed with safety first, with additional testing being conducted for products that are developed for baby just to absolutely ensure that the formulation is right for babies' young and delicate skin. So first of all, all of our testing initially is completed on adults to ensure that products are gentle on the skin, they're hypoallergenic. And once we complete that a large battery of testing on adults, then we move it, we do additional testing then on kids. So we do some outdoor testing, which is conducted on kids. And I do want to mention that the studies and the testing that we do are either under the supervision of a pediatrician, a dermatologist, and in some cases, both. So we'll do this outdoor testing, kind of a uh, just a, a chance to really see it in action outside uh, to ensure you know the product is safe on kids. And then once we complete that, we do even another round of testing, which is on babies, which is a home use test where the moms apply the sunscreen to babies, again, under the supervision of a dermatologist or a pediatrician to really ensure safety on baby's delicate skin. So as a parent myself, when choosing a sunscreen for kids and babies, trust is so important. It's such a major consideration. And I just want to point out that Copper Tone brand sunscreen is the number one pediatrician recommended brand of sunscreen and has been for the past 10 years. And I completely agree with that. You know, when I'm looking for sunscreens for my son, Ryan, he's 17 months now. I love that you, you know, there's a lot that went into it to make that product and a lot of you know, work from so many different people to just make sure that it's safe. And like you said, for babies, sensitive skin, it's an amazing, amazing product. Is there a regulatory process for sunscreens, you know, to make sure that they are up to date on all of the regulations? And if so, what does it look like? Yeah, absolutely. So in the U.S., sunscreens are regulated as over-the-counter drugs by the Food and Drug Administration. And this is because sunscreen products help prevent sunburn. And when used with other Sun protection measures can reduce the risks of skin cancer and early skin aging caused by exposure to UV radiation from the sun. And, you know, when we talk about other measures, the sunscreens are one particular tool that you'll have in your toolbox, you know, for sun safety. You know, I think there's awareness of, of the time that you spend in the sun. There's protective clothing like a hat or maybe a protective shirt or if you're at the beach, maybe an umbrella to shield you from the sun. And of course, there's the proper use of sunscreens. Now, we talked about drug products um, for consumers now. If you look at a sunscreen product, and I have one in my hand now, either it's usually on the back or on the side panel, there's a drug tax label, <clears throat> which is a standard and a consistent way to provide information on the drug product. So some of the information you'll find on this drug tax label include um, the sunscreen active ingredients and amounts, directions for use, any warnings that, that are associated with the product or use of the product that you should be aware of, and the inactive ingredients that make up the remainder of the formulation. So sunscreen drug products, they're regulated, by, like I said, regulated by the FDA. They're under what we call an OTC monograph, which is, you could think of it as kind of a recipe book that lists the approved active ingredients, the allowed amounts, 
the type of testing we have to conduct and the labeling requirements. So yeah, it actually is quite a, a heavily regulated uh, category. Oh, it's so fascinating. I don't think parents really understand all that goes into this. And again, this is why I'm just so excited that we could talk today because I'm also learning so much about the process from someone who, you know, works heavily in it. So thank you again. Now, the next kind of phase of questions I wanted to ask are what we're looking for in sunscreen. So one of the most common questions I get asked from parents is, should I use a mineral or chemical sunscreen on my baby? What are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. I think there's a lot of confusion around that. And I think you have to separate the facts, you know, from some myths that are out there. So for the question of, well, what's really best, it's really a matter of preference, whether you use a sunscreen with chemical or mineral uh, sunscreen. Um, I do want to point out both mineral and chemical sunscreens are approved by the FDA and are considered safe and effective for use as a sunscreen for adults, for kids, and for babies. I'd say the most important factor is for people to wear their sunscreen mm-hmm. and, to re- and to reapply the sunscreen throughout the day. So the bottom line is if you like a particular sunscreen and you use it correctly and you reapply it as you should, then that's the best sunscreen for you to use. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you, you can't just get it and just not use it according to the packaging. You know, I... Um... You know, I'm a pediatrician, I'm a mom. So everything I look for on the market goes towards, well, what do I want for my child? But what do I think is also great for my patients too? And with, you know, Copper Tone Pure and Simple Baby, we're talking about that. It's a mineral sunscreen. It's mild and gentle on the skin. It offers that 100% mineral sun protection from the naturally sourced zinc oxide, which we'll get into, you know, more about the pro- the items and ingredients in sunscreen. But I agree with you. It's both are safe. We just have a preference for it just because of the way, you know, the simple ingredients that it has, Um, but both are fine to use. And I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, The pure and simple formula for copper tone is free of oxybenzone. So what are some of the risks of having products with oxybenzone, especially baby products? Because there's a lot of misinformation or a lot of uh, debate about this in this ingredient in sunscreen. Yeah, that's that's also a great question and another one of these areas where we have to separate the facts from any misinformation or myths that are out there. So, I mean, the first thing to be clear about is that oxybenzone is an FDA-approved sunscreen and is considered safe to be both safe and effective for use as a sunscreen. Now, the concerns that are out there for oxybenzone are environmental rather than for human safety. Recently, there have been scientific studies published that indicate that oxybenzone may be damaging the coral reefs. However, not all scientific studies have come to the same conclusion. And I think that's important to to point out. Research continues to be conducted to fully understand that impact that sunscreens may have on the environment. Now, Copper Tone has started to phase out the use of oxybenzone, uh, due in part to recent legislation in Hawaii banning the sale and use of sunscreen products that contain two particular uh, sun filters, uh, oxybenzone and octanoxate, which went into effect in January of 2021. That is really good to know. Thank you, because I get so many questions about that, like I said. And I think, like you said perfectly, there's just a lot of confusion and it's important to separate fact from fiction. So tell me more about the nourishing botanical extracts in the pure and simple formula. What are they and why are they beneficial for a baby's delicate skin? Sure. So Copper Tone Pure and Simple contains the nourishing botanicals of tea leaf. So it's a a blend of extracts. It's tea leaf, uh, giant kelp, and sacred lotus extract. 
And what's unique is that these extracts, they're actually pressed from fresh plants uh, for enhanced skin benefits. Now, the resulting formulation as a result of all of the, you know, the ingredients that we add, and certainly by no small part, the botanicals that we add, uh, help to provide uh, the moisturization benefit of the formula. I have the perfect gift for Father's Day, Melon Premium Headwear. These are the best hats and worth every penny. Check all their five-star reviews if you don't believe me. Without a doubt, the most durable and comfy hats you can find. My husband is hat obsessed, but he's been wearing the same old beat-up hat that was losing its spark in heat and sweat. We got some melon headwear and now he just can't get enough. Melon hats are built to last five times longer than any other hat. And my favorite part... No more gross hat smell. With natural antimicrobial properties, sweat doesn't break down the hat. No sweat stains and no smell. And if you need to wash it, they come right back to life and look brand new. They offer three different size options to fit everyone's head. Our favorite is the Legend hat. My husband wore it to an outdoor party and he got tons of compliments. Use code PEDSTOCK at checkout for 30% off your order. If you're trying to figure out a Father's Day gift, trust me, this is exactly what they want. Go to melin.com and use code PEDSDOC at checkout for 30% off. Melon rarely offers discounts, so don't miss this opportunity. I don't know about you, but warmer, sunnier days mean more time outside, more activities with the family, and less time to think about what to eat. Fuel up for the summer with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, dietitian approved, and is easy to warm up. I dream of their spicy jalapeno lime cheddar chicken daily. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Factor meals feel like a treat when I'm in mom boss mode, working from home, or taking care of the kids with restaurant-style meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to factormeals.com slash peedsdoctalk50 and use code peedsdoctalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code peedsdoctalk50 at factormeals.com slash peedsdoctalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. You made it halfway through an episode, so you must be loving the show. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel where I share answers to all of the common topics submitted to me regarding child health, development, and debunking all that misinformation you hear online. My goal is for PDT to be a one-stop shop for your searching needs. Bye-bye late-night Googling. So make sure to go to YouTube and search Peds Doc Talk TV. Hit that subscribe button and binge watch all the amazing episodes and episodes to come. Have suggestions for future videos? Make sure to chat in the community section on my YouTube channel. I do want to point out that in addition to the nourishing botanicals that we have in the formula, the Pure and Simple also has uh, nourishing vitamin E which is ideal for a baby's uh, delicate skin. So I mentioned this earlier about the mineral sun protection and Pure and Simple offers that 100% mineral sun protection based on zinc oxide. So Mm -hmm. what are some of the benefits of having naturally sourced zinc oxide in sunscreens? So I'd say that, first of all, zinc oxide is a really unique sunscreen active ingredient as it's the only sunscreen that could be used really on its own uh, to create a broad spectrum sunscreen product. In most products, you'll see combinations of sunscreen active ingredients. And I think, you know, we have to really understand the UV spectrum, and there's two parts to it. There's the UVB and UVA. Okay, so UVB radiation is lower wavelength, it's higher energy, 
And that's the UV radiation that most often will, is responsible for the cause of sunburn. Mm -hmm. And UVA is longer wavelength, but lower energy that contributes less to sunburn, uh, but over time will contribute to UV-induced skin aging. So you could think of UVB, the B for burn, and UVA for aging. Mm -hmm. So sunscreens need to be developed to protect against both UVB and UVA. And that's what we call broad spectrum coverage. And that's really what zinc oxide could do alone is the one sunscreen ingredient that it absorbs over the entire UV spectrum, UVB and UVA, and it could be used alone to create a, a nice broad spectrum sunscreen. That is great. And thank you for clarifying the differences between UVA and UVB. That is an awesome educational point. I, I love that. So zinc oxide, which is what is in the pure and simple baby versus titanium dioxide. Why does Coppertone choose to use the zinc oxide? Mm -hmm. So they're both mineral sunscreens. Um, titanium dioxide absorbs mainly in the UVB region, mm. again, to prevent sunburn, and absorbs more strongly in the UVB, actually, than zinc oxide. However, titanium dioxide does not absorb strongly in the UVA. So you can't create a broad-spectrum sunscreen with titanium dioxide alone. You'll need to combine it, say, with zinc oxide in order to get that broad-spectrum coverage. I will say it is possible to achieve higher SPF values when you do use titanium dioxide, but like I said, it must be combined with zinc oxide then in order to achieve a broad-spectrum coverage. Um, I think titanium dioxide, let's say, contributes to a higher degree of whitening, though, during application. So you have to be careful to balance the product aesthetics with the product performance. You know, if it's too whitening, it may turn consumers off and you don't want consumers to stop using their sunscreens. Exactly. That is so fascinating. I'm nerding out listening to this when you talk about, you know, talk about why I love this. And this is why, I, like I said earlier, I'm so excited that we could chat about this because I didn't know that. I didn't know, you know, in terms of being able to get that maximum coverage, why titanium dioxide wouldn't be you know, ideal using that alone. So thank you for that. That is awesome. In terms of, you know, spray and lotion, we're going to go into that. Are there benefits of having a spray sunscreen? Yeah, there are. So spray sunscreens, I'd say, are great for convenience and ease of application, especially when you're on the go. And I really do want to emphasize the importance of reapplying your sunscreen throughout the day. And, you know, one of the big mistakes that people make when they use sunscreen is they think, well, just because I'm using a high SPF sunscreen, that you'll be protected all day. And that's really just not the case. Sunscreens are to be reapplied every two hours, uh, you know, after swimming or, or sweating for 80 minutes or immediately after towel drying. So spray sunscreens are really great for that fast and convenient reapplication throughout the day. I mean, let's face it, if you're out, you're having fun, you know, who wants to stop what you're doing to reapply? And so I love spray sunscreens, like I said, especially when I'm out and I'm on the go because it's uh, just it's it's fast and it's convenient to reapply. Like I said, and and to really protect yourself throughout the day, you need to to reapply your sunscreen throughout the day. I agree with that. You know, I actually have both on hand. I have the lotion and I also have the spray. I find that the spray with my toddler, who's now running all over the place, is much easier. I completely mm -hmm. agree. Usually, what we do is we use the lotion you know, before we leave for the day, um, I'll put the lotion on. He's pretty amenable to that. But once he's playing and we're outside to get him to 
really put that lotion on can be more difficult because he's an excited toddler. So I love the spray for the ease of use. And like you said, it's just a, a convenience thing. And also we just want to use whichever one is better for the family, as long as you're using it correctly and reapplying. And you mentioned that a few times, which I think is so key for the listeners to hear is that having a sunscreen is great, but if you're not using it effectively and with other sun safety measures, it really doesn't work then. Um, so you want to make sure you read the packaging and apply it accordingly, which I completely agree with that. Absolutely. I mean, I can't overemphasize to use the sunscreen and to use it correctly. And I said re- reapplication throughout the day is one of really a, an absolutely key factor. And it's one of those those things that a lot of people don't do and they think high SPF alone will get them throughout the day. And that's just not the case. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. Now we talked about the spray, but are there any other differences between the pure and simple spray versus the lotion? There are. I mean, first there's the obvious. Uh, The spray contains a propellant. You know, it's an aerosol spray uh, and the propellant is a necessary ingredient for the dispensing of of the spray. Um, So that's one, one difference. Um, and secondly, you know, we found out during the development of the spray that the zinc was actually settling to the bottom of the can and we couldn't redisperse it just simply by shaking. And through a lot of experimentation, we were able to find an ingredient to really keep the zinc dispersed throughout the formula. So this is really what R&D does, right? We're, we're problem solvers. We do a lot of experimentation. So I would say the formulas are quite similar but with uh, a couple of little tweaks that we had to make, you know, in order to, one, make the the spray dispense from the can, and two, to keep the zinc uh, properly stabilized and and dispersed throughout the formula. Well, yeah, as a pediatrician and mom for both of those, I so appreciate what you all do in research and development for things like this, right? Just to look at a product and say, well, how can we make it better? How can we make it safer? How can we make it just easier for parents. So I really appreciate that. And you are problem solvers and it's awesome to hear what goes into this. Right. Uh, I mean, we, we always see the, the, the final product on the shelf, but when you think about a lot of different yeah. and, and experimentation when to get to that point. So yeah, I want like, to point that out. <laughs> that is so great to see, you know, and I think people, another reason why I was just so excited to do this episode was when I, I haven't been able to have anyone on my podcast to talk about product development. And so it just is so cool to hear about all the things, the background work, the people involved, the years of education, the years of love and experience you have to make a product that is so awesome. And I'm sure when you walk through the stores, you know, you're probably like, oh, look at this. And we look at it, we pick it up and we're like, okay, I'm going to start using this. But you look at it as a labor of love of like all the work that went into it. That's pretty awesome. Absolutely. I mean, I love walking through the stores and seeing the shelves and seeing things that I've worked on and my team's worked on yeah. and you see it out there. And I, I like to see reviews, you know, whether it's good or if there's improvement necessary. Now, let's face it, nobody makes the perfect product yet or else we wouldn't have a job. And it's always good to see those uh, see those comments and see of things that you could do better and, and how to improve on it. That's great. And I love that you're open to that feedback and that's what it is. And I think parents often forget that that's what everything is about in terms of science, right? We're always learning new things. You know, you mentioned about the oxybenzone and how, you know, there was some concern about the coral reefs. Okay, so how can we make it better? How can we make this change? And that's the beauty about science. And I agree. I'm just so, I'm so happy to be involved in science in other ways, but from your end, you know, obviously with research and development for skincare products, that's awesome too. Mm Mm-hmm. So another question I had is that, you know, we're in the key months of summer and many parents are going to be taking their families out to the beach and the pool. A common question I get asked is, can you use 
pure and simple spray on a child's scalp to prevent sunburn? Absolutely. So first, it's important not to forget about the scalp. Um, you know, the top of the head is directly <laughs> right in the line, direct line of the sun. Um, so, you know, whether a child or for, you know, a man who may be thinning hair on top or bald, you know, you, you certainly don't want to forget about the scalp. So uh, absolutely, you can absolutely use sunscreen and pure and simple on the head. What I would suggest with the pure and simple spray is don't spray it directly right on the head, but spray mm-hmm. it into the hands and then, you know, rub and massage it into the scalp. Um, so, yeah, it, it's absolutely uh, important to add the protection on the scalp. Yeah, we use the Copper Tone Pure and Simple spray and lotion, like I said. But what we do, which I mention a lot on my Instagram, too, is um, I, like I, like you said, I spray it into my hand or sometimes I use the, the lotion a little bit is on my hand from wiping it on his face. And I'll put the spray in and I'll use a makeup brush, like a foundation brush. That's just for Ryan's uh, Mm -hmm. sunscreen. And I'll use the makeup brush to blend it in to that, you know, that area on the scalp. So I like the makeup brush idea for all those hard to reach places just to kind of get it in a little bit more um, behind the ears and whatnot. But I love that tip. You know, before you, I think that's a great thing because there's there's certain areas that are known that people just miss. So we talked about the scalp. Even if you have a full head of hair, you have your hair part sometimes on, on, on top. Make sure you get in that. Like you were mentioning a brush, if you have something that you know really helps to kind of hit those hard to, hard to reach uh, places, that's great. You mentioned the ears, the top of the ears, the back of the ears. Uh, those are areas that just commonly we forget to add sunscreen to, and are certainly important to make sure that you do hit those areas. Yeah, and you know a lot of children have hair whorls, right? Like the little circle in the back, like of their top of their head. That like there's just like a little ring of hair that kind of circles around. So um, definitely, I that's where I attack more so because I know that's exposed to the sun, and uh, we want to protect all of our skin and our scalp, like you said, as part of that. So you know, I know you're involved in research and development for Copper Tone and the Pure and Simple line, but why do you think the Pure and Simple line is ideal for families to use? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, you know. It's 100% mineral sun protection, naturally sourced zinc oxide. It's gentle. It's effective for everyone in the family. You know, it's for baby, kids, adults. Uh, and we offer it in a variety of formats. We talked that we've been talking about the pure and simple spray, but we also have the lotion and even uh, a stick that's really uh, convenient for applying onto the face. Um, so I'd say it's, you know, for those reasons, it really, it, it's just great for everyone in the family. And even though we may have a product that says, Hey, it's for babies, uh, it certainly can be used, you know, for, for the whole family. So it's uh, certainly an ideal product. I'd say really for everyone. It is. And, you know, I love it. I think it's a great product too. I love it for my son. I love it for myself. I've mentioned that a few times that I use it myself too. Um, and I just think it's really great for so many different diverse skin types. You know, one thing I always remind families is that I love this product, but anytime you're using a product, always do like a little patch test on your baby's skin to just make sure that they're okay. But a lot of my families that have babies with sensitive skin really love the Copper Tone Pure and Simple Baby line. They say it's one of the ones that works great for them. But I just think it's so nice to have a product on the market that's affordable, well-researched, you know, up-to-date on regulations. And so again, I just really wanted to thank you for being here today. 
Oh, it's been a pleasure. I, I had a great time. So thank you for having me. And listeners, if you have any more questions, make sure to follow me at Peds Doc Talk. You know where to find me. You can DM me or, you know, ask questions in my question boxes. You can call into this podcast, Monday Mornings with Dr. Mona. Information is available on my Instagram page. And also make sure to follow Copper Tone USA for more information on Pure and Simple and all of their other Copper Tone products. And I'll be adding all of this information to my show notes where you can purchase Copper Tone Pure and Simple products. Amazon, their website. But thank you again, Don, for joining us. This was an absolute pleasure. And I also learned so much too. So I really want to appreciate you for taking the time out of your day to talk to me. Yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. As always, please leave a review, share this episode with a friend, share it on your social media. Make sure to follow me at Pete's Doc Talk on Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Pete's Doc Talk TV. We'll talk to you soon. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.